At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is up on game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. Matt Corral could possibly play himself into the starting job. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Hey, it's time to go hunt now. All right, all right. Welcome in to a beautiful Saturday morning or noon. Depends on where you are. Uh, It's up on game. And yes, broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. We got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk Caleb Williams. He had interesting question, interesting response. We'll talk about that in a matter of moments. Johnny Manziel, as you heard Isaac Lowenkron say, huh, he's going to boycott the Heisman until they give it back to Reggie Bush. I got some some thoughts on that, and we'll talk some more about some other things that are taking place, the draft, uh, well, the combine, and and what leads up to 
what you're going to do in the draft. Uh, we'll get to all those things. All right. So let's 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 start this thing off right. Let's start this thing off as we always do. Um, how you doing, Plex? We we don't have TJ Hutchinson <sighs> today, but yeah. we do have Stretch Armstrong with us. Uh, how how you doing today, sir? Man, everything is great, man. It's a little rainy, a little colder here on the East Coast, but man, um, you know what? TJ is not here with us today, and He's he not is here with us. he is servicing some young great men who are he about is. to take the next step. He's at and, the combine, and chasing and following their dreams, and that's right, and and mentoring. And, uh, you know, giving these young men some valuable information that they will that is what forever be able to take with them throughout their NFL career. That is correct. And in life, uh, I've had the opportunity to, to attend the combine and That's the, amazing. And the rookie symposium. And to How really was it? How was that for you? Like, what, what was that like as not as a well, well, you know what? Tell me as a player. And then how does it compare as now as an adult? Like, did it does it hit different? It does, man, because, you know, with, like me, you, and, um, you know, we had our symposium at, um, it was in uh, San Diego, Diego County, San Diego. Yeah. Yep. Myself, you, Courtney, and, yep. you know, uh, TJ, and just everybody, man, and just sitting there as a 21-year-old kid, you know, just trying to, you know, uh, f- you know fulfill a dream, f- first of all. And just to be surrounded by those, you know, those 200 or so guys that got drafted. And we had no idea where our lives and our careers were going. Mm-hmm. You know, we had expectations of, you know, you drafted at two, me drafted at, you know, eight. eight. You know, Peter Work at four and Corey mm-hmm. Simon and Erlock and Travis Corey. Taylor. just Julian Peterson, I, Thomas it, Jones. It, you just had Jamal no ideas. Yeah. And I mean, Jamal. There, Wait, Jamal, 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 not Jamal. Yeah, uh, Jamal Lewis. Jamal yeah. Lewis. Jamal Lewis. Yeah, Jamal Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Fifth to Baltimore. Baltimore. And, yeah. You know, just sitting there as a young kid, listening to Curtis Conway tell his story about his life and how he came up, and the decisions and the choices and the consequences of everything that you know he had been through, and you trans, you know, you you you, you put that in your mind, and then football happens. It gets about business real quick. Yeah. And you try to, you know, take it all in because your life changes like like that, like overnight. And, you know, just taking that all in and being a player and the business side of it and under, trying to understand and know the, the all the responsibilities that come with it because you don't understand it. And people are telling you and you, 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 you you know, you, you lose people along the way. Everybody can't go. And it's, everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. It's as simple as that. And, you know, just telling, you know, uh, you know just They listening. sure enough be saying we made it on, on draft day, though. <laughs> right. No doubt about it. <laughs> everybody that ever knew you, we made it. I know, man. And looking <laughs> and back it at gets, it. It gets redefined. I, you know what I mean? It, it does, man, because it's so – Many unforeseen circumstances that can happen to a young man playing football and in life off the field that yeah. we we wish we could tell him more about that part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had the opportunity to speak at the 2012 uh, Rookie Symposium. I believe it, it was Cam's first year, okay. um, you know, being drafted and me coming back from what I had went through and just – you know, preaching to these young men just about, you know, decision-making 
and and the choices that that you are dealt with like every day on a daily basis of just being a player and it's not easy man and you know you just try to you know just give them some wisdom and give them advice some of us listen some of us don't you know we learn the hard way but the the opportunity that tj has today it will be something that will stick with him and those kids you know for the rest of the life moving forward throughout their career and on and off the football field i'm glad you said that plex because in the midst of all of that and you saying you know giving yourself advice or giving these these young guys advice at the rookie symposium or excuse me at the combine uh caleb williams he he's not doing anything like no medical no no testing no anything and well he was asked about it Plex and, and, and giving advice and talking about those things. I'm curious to what you think about how he handled this scenario being questioned this way. Let's take a listen to Caleb Williams and what he had to say. Caleb, are you afraid to compete? Are you afraid to compete? How do you respond to people say that you're worried to be compared side by side with your peers in medicals, measurements, and workouts? Are you afraid to be measured against those guys one-on-one? Is that why you're not doing things? No, uh, not doing things. Uh, it was a decision by me and my team, my family, um, and it comes down to that. How do you think he handled it? I mean, he's Caleb Williams. I think that everything that he has to look for going forward, I think him working out can do nothing but, uh, you know, people have negative things to say about him because Mm -hmm. he is the dominant number one pick. He is the best quarterback in college football. He's probably arguably the the best college player in the draft this year. So everybody wants something to pick at. And and he understands that, and I do too. But at the same time, you have you know maybe the Chicago Bears or these teams and or whoever, and especially us, the media. They're going to find something wrong. You you know that's how it goes. Oh, he, he's not six two. He's six feet. Uh, he doesn't have the arm that he flashed uh, against UCLA or Arizona, whatever the case may be. Oh, he's slow. Uh, you know, he, he's not the athlete that we thought he was. And I believe that he's making the right decisions because there's nothing more that he can do to prove that he is the best college quarterback going into this draft. And, and you know it, and I know it. Uh, from a personal standpoint, uh, you know, you know what? I chose to work out because I believe that I was the best wide receiver in that draft. But everybody was saying that Peter Work was the best player in the draft. Mm-hmm. But Peter Work didn't work out, and I made the decision the day before the combine started. You know what? I'm going to work out. Peter Work's not working out. I'm going to work out because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to work out either. But, you know, I said to myself, you know, Peter Work was on a, on, a, on a bigger national stage than I was. He had just won a national championship in 99 uh, against uh, Virginia Tech. Ever, Peter Work was one of the most dynamic college football players to ever live. And but he wasn't he was, you going into the league, though. He wasn't me going into the league. 
Which and is said, weird. It's a weird it's weird to look at it that way because to me, Peter Work is the dopest college football player I've ever seen play. But right. as it translates to the league, the next his level. style of play didn't translate and someone like you, your skill set and your size and and everything that you had translated very well to the league. Right. So I chose to fight for myself. That was a personal decision I made. Even Lee Steinberg, my agent at the time, said, we're not working out. Uh, there's hmm. nothing that we can do. I had just ran a 4-4-7 at my personal day at the combine, and there was nothing else for me to do. I was like, all right, I'm 6'6". Six, six. I just ran a 4-4-7. All right, cool. But when Peter Ward didn't work out, man, it, it got under my skin a little bit. You know what I mean? That's being a competitor. I said, you know what? I'm going to go out here, man, and show these people that I'm the best wide receiver in college football. And you know who my, you know who my quarterback was at the combine? Who? Tom Brady. Mm. When Tom Brady, when I got to the line, Tom Brady got to the front. Mm. That is how crazy it was, you know, going for me to the combine. And you look back at Caleb Williams, and, you know, I'm just a competitor, man. I love to compete. But I understand where he's coming from in today's game. There's I was told not he, to. Com- I was told not to 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 participate. I didn't participate at at the combine. I ended up getting sick. Like I got like the flu at 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 the combine. Regardless, right. but you know all that touching and stuff. I ended up getting like really really sick. Um, but I didn't. But right, I wasn't. Right, but, I wasn't wait, scheduled rightfully to so compete. Far, rightfully so. Uh, you was gonna be the number one pick. Well, you know I, I, I mean? wanted. I want. But here's the thing. I wanted to compete. Like, I right. wanted to do it. My agents was like, there's nothing for you to gain by doing anything here. And I just – I trusted their I trusted their take on it and said, all right, I'll wait for my pro day because I knew I was going, going to do, you know, really well at my pro day. But it did give – I will say this, 2020 hindsight after it all took place, you know, when guys did compete, like I, I can re- recall more specifically, like Erlacher did the workout. Right. And everybody was like, oh, Brian Erlacher, Brian Erlacher, Brian Erlacher. And I'm sitting there like, man, I should have competed. You know, right. I would have I would have did I would have did those numbers and better if I would have did it. You know, what I mean, like, right. like he's not he's not messing with my numbers, but I, I was told not to do it. And then and then so now the question became, OK, well, why didn't you do it? So listening to the way Caleb, I guess, like trying to, you know, putting a bow on it, did Caleb handle it well? I think less is more in these situations. Right. You know, it sounded like the, the reporter had a little bit of kind of, you know, malice, maybe a tad bit of animosity. His voice seemed the way he was he answering, asking, it sounded like he had a little bit of aggression in the right. way that he was asking Caleb Williams. There's no benefit in trying to debate somebody who already is looking at you as you're scared like he's asking you are you scared to be measured up and to compete because he's already completed his story his storyline is Caleb Williams is scared to compete Caleb Williams is scared to be measured so the less you give somebody that that in terms of content the less you give them in those those situations I think is the best the best approach to that because there's no reason to give any type of long type of answer, give, try to explain, put it in context, because it's going to be manipulated and it's going to be used against you um, by the person that asked that question. So it, I, I thought he handled the, the, the question well. Listen, it was something our team decided. 
and that's what we're moving with. Ultimately, that one writer isn't going to to do something that's going to impact, you know, what Caleb Williams' draft stock and status is going to be going into it. Right, but the underlying story, the underlying you know answer to his question is what we're talking about. Yeah, and you just I I just explained and you just explained to everybody, but everybody everybody's looking for something. Yeah. Oh, he's scared to compete. The young is not scared to compete. He is solidified as being the number one pick and the best player in college football. And that's it. That's it. Yep, that's it. And that's Plexico Burris. And I'm LeVar Arrington. TJ is at the Combine. As you heard Stretch mention earlier in the segment, he'll be talking to, to the prospects that are there. We'll be talking to you guys here on Up On Game. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh we're going to talk about Johnny Menzel and we're going to keep, keep, keep the opinions coming. I'm, I'm curious as to this conversation of Johnny Manziel saying he's basically boycotting the Heisman uh, until they, they return it to Reggie Bush. We'll talk about that. We got a whole lot of other things to get to as well. This is up on game. We'll be right back. Fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. There we go. All right. Uh, uh, uh. Yep. 
that's uh yeah. run DMC right there. Uh, yes, down, sir. Down with the king, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's Plexico Burris, and I'm LeVar Arrington. TJ Hutchmanzada, he's in Indianapolis at the combine. We may or may not be able to get him on the phone and talk to him for, for a couple minutes. We'll see if we could track him down and see what's going on on the ground in uh in Indianapolis. Uh we are in the Tyrac.com studio. Uh and you you know you know what it all is about tire rack. You make sure you visit tirerack.com. Check out what they got going on. Super dope product they have there. All kinds of different tires for your tire needs. All right. Also, uh, you want to improve your health routines. You also can check out my people at Silk. Start there. Did you know that Silk Almond Milk has 50% more calcium than dairy milk? Well, now you do. It's a good source of vitamins A, D, and E. Learn more about Silk products at Silk.com. All right, so I teased it. I want to pay off the tease. Listening to Isaac Lohenkron, I thought this was a very, very interesting piece of information. And Ilo, can I just get some color on – because I have thoughts on this. But can we get some color on what Johnny Manziel, who has recently been doing interviews, been doing his his rounds – what he had to say as it applied to or as as it pertained to uh, the Heisman. LeVar, this morning, Johnny Manziel, who, of course, is the 2012 Heisman winner, posted, and I quote, After careful thought and consideration, I will be humbly removing myself from the Heisman Trophy ceremony until Reggie Bush gets his trophy back. Doesn't sit right with my morals and values that he can't be on that stage with us every year. Reggie is the Heisman Trophy. Do the right thing, NCAA. The ball is in your court. And then Manziel went on to also post... Morals and values are something that every single Aggie is ingrained with from the second that you step on campus. I chose not to accept that fact until recently, but moving forward, I will hold myself to a higher standard, unquote. I appreciate that, Ilo. It sounds as though Johnny Manziel is in is an image and brand uh, build, build up and and. and and with this being said, let, let's let's open the conversation up to, well, Mr. Pantene, man. He's flown all the way. Didn't use a plane. He actually um, put his super cape on and, and slicked his hair back and, and flew to Indianapolis um, in one leap uh, and, and a bound. And, and he's now in Indy at the combine. We have TJ Hutchman's auto on the, the TireRack.com hotline. What, what, what's up, bro? How you feeling? Man, what's up, fellas? Man, I miss y'all this this Saturday. Yeah, man. You sound excited, though. You sound like you got a lot more happiness and energy in your voice right now than what you usually do, though. There must be a lot of good stuff going on there. I I enjoy this, man, to see these these young men out here uh, trying to reach their goal and these boys here this year is fast. I know you see them uh, Penn State hitting lines out here showing out. Now. That's what we do. That's that's Yo, what we do at the combine. We just run man, real fast. Listen, you know I mean? saw that the other day. And I, I saw one of the comments under the under the page, and it was like, man, listen, Penn State linebackers are – Penn State is making linebackers in factories. Yeah. Hey, I'm starting <laughs> they're, to they're think – They're not even Plexico. humans, man. Hey, Plexico, I'm starting to think – they underachieving up there in uh, State College. They underachieving all these dudes. Oh, no. This, this Did you like, just do that to James Franklin? 
But Frank would agree with you that they're underachieving. We do. We put out some talent every year. Man, every we year y'all do better. put out talent. Hey. And then not only do you put out talent, they go to the National Football League and ball out and get even better. Yeah. So James Franklin and staff, man, y'all got to do better because y'all really underachieving Uh-oh. up there at State College. Hot seat. Well, golly, how how this turned into the I – mean, Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Not tight. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. We got some some real real Theo. Theo is he ran what a four hey, four five four. Theo's four, my boy. I've been working with Theo, so Theo. Okay. You know he was a little little tense his first forty. I went up to him. We talked. Theo relaxed, and he was so angry. I've never run anything uh, slower than a four five in my life. I've never been over a four five. I'm four five and under my entire. So he was so angry. I'm like Theo, just relax, man. When he got that four five. I was happy for him because he was happy. Yeah, he right, genuinely right, right. cracked a smile. Hey, it's Theo Johnson we're speaking of, Penn State tight end, came out early from play. Canada. He's a beast. He is a beast. Yeah. And and he rated number one. You know, we also had, since we're talking about Penn Staters, you know, Daquan Hardy had, had a day 42.5-inch vertical jump. Uh, ran Robinson. A, Yep, Chop Robinson ran the fastest forty time for D Lyman, the edge guys, and, and could. I mean, he showed the ability, the type of of athleticism and speed and agility that a, a linebacker Yo, that hybrid crazy, guy would have. Man, yeah. defensive linemen, yeah, like Chop Robinson, are faster than I was as a wide receiver. Crazy, uh, yeah, I mean, receivers. That's unbelievable. Right now, the receivers about to hit the field. In about 45 minutes, so I'm going to head over to the field. But these, it, at least talking to them, I had at least seven, eight, nine guys tell me, I'm, what you going to run? Oh, 4 3, 4 3, 4 3, 4 3. I had three guys tell me, guarantee 4 2. Yo, I oh, saw wow. this kid yesterday, the cornerback ran a 4 3 3. Nate Wiggins from Clemson ran a 4 2 8. Ooh. Can we geez. talk about, <laughs> can we talk about, uh, the DB Tyler Owens is this, oh, so you're talking about receivers. It, can we talk about Tyler human. Owens? I mean, he's a he's freak. I know human. he hurt himself running the forty, but he said he don't believe in space. What was the reaction on on the ground to him saying he don't believe in space or or planets outside out, <laughs> out, out there in the outer beyond? <laughs> that's something Laval would say. It is something hey, I say just to see how people react. You know, when hey, when you're that different, your mind must think different as well because your body is different. LeVar, I'm yeah. literally five feet to the side of him, and I hear the guy yell out, 11-11. I turn around, and I say, did you say 10-11? He said, no, 11-11. That was his broad jump. He goes again, 12-2. He was said, only what? like an inch away from the all-time record of 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 the broad jump. LeVar, I, go, I don't even know the kid. I go up to him. I say, man, what you going to run in a 40? You know what he told me? 4-2 at the slowest. That's slowest. <laughs> That's what he said. But he ended he up hurting himself, so we didn't get a chance to see so it. His mind obviously would no outer. His mind obviously thinks different because God just when he was born, he was just blessed with out of this world athleticism. Now you got to go play football. I was about to Absolutely. say, but does that have to do like how do you, how, did anybody like is it being laughed at or are people like you know? Is he a problem, and could he be a potential problem because he says like outlandish things like that? Like, like, like Plex said, I, I, that's the type of something I would say 
Now, while I wouldn't probably believe it in 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 reality and actuality, I would still do it for for effect, like to see how it impacted people or to see what type of reaction I could get. And maybe that wouldn't have been the proper time and place to do it. But nonetheless, it is now a headline that's coming out. So that that's a branding moment. Like maybe you didn't know who who Tyler Owens was until he said there was no outer space. And now people outside of the realm of football can actually relate and say he's either crazy or I was thinking that the other day or whatever it is you may do. But now people know the name Tyler Owens. Even if he believes that, it's what you said. It's let me right. look this Tyler Owens up and see what he's about. Um, did he purposely do it? Who, who knows? But as you guys know, the combine has changed so much from when we were playing and it's such a long week for the players. It's a long week, man. It's early mornings and late nights. And about time you get to these interviews, you're like, man, I'm ready to get on the field and compete. And right. so it could be one of those things also. That week is long, the meetings, the physicals, the doing all the medical things. And so they're ready to get on the field. So it could have been that, but – Maybe he has a master plan. Who knows? Maybe he's a LaVar Arrington reincarnated. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know about that. He may be better than me. But, but, but look, we'll, at the numbers we'll that is, look at the numbers that this guy's putting up, and he goes on the microphone and, and, and tells the world that he doesn't believe in outer space. <laughs> you know, everybody's like, maybe this guy is from outer space. Look at the numbers that he's putting up and everything that he's doing and competing, man. It's just unbelievable to, to ask athleticism of how it has changed over the last you know 20 25 years and what these kids are able to do man this is, interesting. Where we're at, though. this is where this is where we're at the athletes are bigger they're stronger they're faster now the key is are they more skilled can they right. get on the field and play to the metrics and the numbers and athleticism that their bodies are showing and testing if you can do that and, and this is why the game of football is the best game in the world because when you have that type of athleticism and you get to run into another man and, and really just try to make him give up and quit, it's a test of will more so than it's a test of skill because we are all skilled. But that Valentine in your chest, you can't measure that. Can't measure that. Man. You know, Owens is a transfer portal product. He was a Longhorn. He ends up leaving and goes to Texas Tech. You know, I'm curious. You're you're on the ground, TJ. Is that a conversation that's taking place amongst the pairs that are decision makers? transfer portal players are they looked at are they viewed the same way like how is that is that a conversation that of any sort that's there right now like oh this guy's a transfer or this guy stayed at at the same school it it almost seems like it might be a badge of honor if a guy actually started and finished at the same school um during his his college tenure that's a great question lavar and I've actually spoken to a handful of general managers, now that I'm thinking about it, and I'm going to speak with one here in about 45 minutes um, as I'm walking to the field with him. And I'm going to ask him that question. That's a great question. I, I would like to know what is, what, what's the pro- thought process in going to, okay, I like this kid, but 
why did he leave Texas and go to Texas Tech? Or why did he leave school A to go to school B? Was it opportunity? I mean, what What's the reason? How do you guys evaluate it? How did, that's a great, great question. You know what? I don't really think it hurts the player. Um, the transfer portal for some guys, they don't have the the success that some guys have. And I think that you know, kind of hurts them because everybody wants to go into college football and you know, make this big splash and they want to be this, they want to be that and the parents are getting involved with decision-making of the kids. And and one guy just jumps out of the uh, my mind when LaVar, when you ask that question, and it's Kenneth Walker. Hmm. Nobody would have known who Kenneth Walker was he continued to sit on the bench behind a guy at Georgia Tech. And then he comes to Michigan State, he runs for 14, 1,500 yards, and now this kid, you know, you know he elevates himself to a position to where, you know, he, he was a, a first-round pick, and now he's averaging like five yards a carry, pl- playing running back for the Seattle Seahawks. So I don't think that it, it hurt him. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that everybody's being uh, advised and given the, the the correct information of the decision that they're making. Y'all know I but, love the transfer portal. I love it. If a coach can get up and go, why can't the player? I love it. All right. Caleb yeah. Williams got up and went, so he's a transfer portal product as well. I, listen, I don't. I don't look at it necessarily as a negative. I'm not saying it in terms of what. What in terms of a negative? I'm saying. Is it a discussion? Because you you know there could be there there could be a way of of looking at you know there's there's things to address in that you know like why did you leave you know are you able to handle adversity or you know what it, it, there's there's different there's different factors connected to each one of these young men that enter into the portal and I just wonder if that's something that was being discussed on the ground in terms of how they're they're evaluating the talent yeah it is you at the end of the day if, if you can play football and you're a good person and you treat people uh the way you want to be treated I, I don't see a problem with any player uh doing that speaking of Caleb Williams in Man, I had never – I've met him, been around him, but I spent a lot of time with him. Man, I'm impressed with him as a person, man. Like, I I didn't know um, how he was and spent a lot of time with him yesterday talking to him. I mean, a lot of time. And kid got a good head on his shoulders, man. Looking, looking forward to the, the challenge of going to Chicago and, and seeing if he can turn that franchise around, but – my conversation with him, and it was a long one. Uh, I, I walked away impressed. Hmm. Good. All right. Well, that's TJ Hushmanzada. He is in Indianapolis at the combine right now, bro. We appreciate you taking some time to to give us a you know what's going on there and and what you got going on. So you're going to head over there now Man, and, I'm about and to see the receivers. Feet. Because it is cold, and I'm about to head to <laughs> Lucas Oil right now, baby. You don't miss All the right. Midwest, huh? Oh, no. Nah. Hey, when I got here, I was like, man, this is great weather. It's about 70 degrees. And then the next day, <laughs> 25. I said, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Man, well, yeah. stay warm out there, man. We appreciate you dialing in. Safe travels till you get back, yeah. all right? Oh, my God. All What's right. Up? 
for sure. All right, man, back at you. That's TJ Hushmanzada. Hey, listen, there are so many great things about silk, the flavors, the nutrition, the recipes. One thing that doesn't get enough attention, silk has shelf-stable options, which will stay fresh without refrigeration until open. Go ahead and stock up on your favorites. Learn more about silk products at silk.com. All right, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk – Heisman Trophy, but first before we go to the break, uh, let's let's uh, let's get an update from our guy Isaac Lowenkron. Thank you, Lavar. NFL yes, Media reported today that eight-time Pro Bowl left tackle Tyron Smith is unlikely to return to the Dallas Cowboys. Smith, an unrestricted free agent, had been a Cowboy for all 13 seasons of his career. ESPN reported that the San Francisco 49ers are promoting defensive passing game specialist Nick Sorensen to be their new defensive coordinator and are also hiring former Los Angeles Chargers head coach Brandon Staley as assistant head coach. In major Major League Baseball, the New York Post reports that infielder Matt Chapman has agreed to a three-year, $54 million deal with the San Francisco Giants. In the NBA, Toronto's Scotty Barnes broke his left hand in a loss to Golden State on Friday night and will be out indefinitely. Los Angeles Clippers guard Russell Westbrook broke his left hand in a win over Washington Friday night and will also be out indefinitely. LeVar, back to you. Appreciate it, Isaac Lohenkron. That was a great update there. As I mentioned, we'll take a quick break on the other side. I just want to finish this conversation. I, I, I want to get your opinion on um, not going to the ceremony until they give it back to Reggie Bush. Is that a good decision or not? Does it make sense to you or not, Plex? We'll get that on the other side of the break. This is Up On Games, Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening all right welcome back into the show it's up on game we're live from tyrac.com studios it's plexico burris it's me lavar arrington tj is in indianapolis as you just heard if you missed anything don't worry about it all right shortly after the show our podcast will be going up and you'll be able to listen to today's show and other content as well. So be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Up On Game wherever it is you get your podcast from. And be sure to also search Up On Game 
uh, podcast up on game presents for extended uh, content as well. So, all right, uh, Plex, I, I mentioned the whole Johnny Manziel. We listened to Ilo talk about it. Here's my take on it. I'm going to get my take on it. I wonder if Johnny Manziel is doing this and and saying this and making this plea with the the idea and the understanding that the things that he's admitting in his interview um, uh, circuit or or his rounds that he's making and and even the the documentary deal that he did the mini series the little docu series he he was a part of. He he details it so well and it's so incriminating in terms and damning to his career based upon the things that he's he's done and during his his amateur status career at Texas A&M Plex. And I just wonder, I mean, you're saying give Reggie Bush his Heisman back for things that, you know, that they took it away from him because of un, unfair benefits or whatever rule, benefits to his mother that, that, you know, broke the rules. And so they took his Heisman. But, golly, if you if you measuring wrong by wrong, you know, wrong is wrong. But Johnny Manziel did a whole lot more wrong than – most players at the college level is he is he making sure he doesn't get his husband maybe he need to make sure he doesn't get his husband <laughs> taken away from him hey man we're talking about a guy who could not run the police man what are we talking about <laughs> Let, let's just start this. but what you ban but what are you boycotting the like don't I, you I need to be this is that a slippery ass slope it's, you're on it's, right it's, now it's a it's a it's an attention grabber and you no know, we're talking about it and you know what? I, um, you know, I respect Johnny Manziel's stance on what he believes in, which, you know, for Reggie Bush, his, his Heisman Trophy should be reinstated. We all agree with that. Because if you look at what's going on today in today's game in the NIL and what these kids are able to do, Reggie Bush to college football, I would say he was the equivalent to what Rocket Ishmael was mm. at Notre Dame. A lot Dame. of people don't remember that, though. I but mean, right. when, hey, when Rocket was on TV and it you was, was a kid, TV. you was in front of a television because you wanted to see Rocket Ishmael play. Run a, run a kickback or something. And back, he yeah. was as a bigger college football player, Reggie Bush, as Rocket was at Notre Dame. And, you know, everybody knows the story. He, he got his Heisman taken away. But, you know, for Johnny Manziel to come out and stand up for him, I applaud that. But at the same token, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that the NCAA and the Heisman Trophy are two separate entities. They are. They are. So it, it, it's going to take more of a guy than Johnny Manziel for the Heisman Trophy to listen and to understand um, that, you know, Reggie needs his um, – his Heisman Trophy reinstated. I believe he filed an appeal back in 2021. But, you know, you know I want to see the likes of the Bo Jacksons and, you know, and Barry Sanders and Charles Woodson and Eddie George. Come out Those and guys it. stand up for Reggie Bush and make a plea for them to do right, which is to reinstate his Heisman Trophy. I mean, the, the National Football Foundation put him in the, the, the College Football Hall of Fame. 
Right. You know, I, I feel like if if the football foundation could could come to grips in terms with what took place and, right. and still award him for his college awards and accolades, because it is your awards and accolades that lead to you getting in. Why wouldn't the Heisman re rethink that? Like, right. I, I don't understand that. Like, I, I find it to be interesting. Listen, I know the rules are the rules. You're not supposed to break the rules. I get all that, Plex. But at the same time, some time has passed. And 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 the malicious intent that, that people may try to co- connect to, you know, what took place in terms of, well, he knew what he was doing. His family knew what they were doing. That That, that woman needed a job. She was right. in need. She got a job. Okay, the benefits were unnecessary and came due to recruitment, whatever, whoop-de-woo. Like, in the end, in the end, that had nothing to do with what Reggie Bush did on that football field. Absolutely now, I know not. rules are rules. Don't break the rules and, and all that. And he broke the rules while the rules were in play and got caught. That's probably the worst thing that could ever happen in terms of what took place with him. But – I think you're right. I think you're on to something. I think the rest – I think Manziel is actually on to something. I think they got to stand up and stand in there if they really, really believe that he should get it and get that, that grace and reprieve that the bigger names should stand in there and say, you know, we're not if, we're if, not if, acknowledging until you give it back to him. Yeah, if those guys take a stance for Reggie Bush, I believe that the Heisman Trophy would do the right thing in giving him what he deserves – because just like you just said, nothing that he did on that football field can be forgotten. Right. It was legendary. It was history. And he deserves to have his trophy back. Well, I agree with you there. Um, I know people will have different different opinions of it, but we'll see how that all plays out. It'd be interesting to see if it catches any steam. This is Up On Game, Fox Sports Radio, Hour 2 coming at you next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 